Hi, everybody. This is Norman with your daily podcast, We Go For It. We're sharing stories and observations for all of you out there who are boldly aspiring to new things in your life. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Advancing Life Projects. Let us help you advance your life project. This is our Great Thoughts series, Great Thoughts for You. And our quote of the day is, May you surround yourself with individuals who buoy you up during times of distress. I guess you have to start somewhere. And, you know, I was thinking about this today and how this has been very important in my life, this idea of surrounding myself with individuals, with people who can help push me up or help me stay afloat during times of distress. And like all of you out there, I've had my own share of times of distress. And I started asking myself a question. I thought to myself today as I was reflecting on uh, on a recent uh, situation where I had to surround myself, quote unquote, with people to buoy me up. And the question was, But what if you don't have any of those direct individuals to support you? What if you don't have them? What if they're not around? Well, the way I see it, the way it has played out in my life and in the lives of many people that I've been in touch with and and consulted with, you're going to have to do it yourself. You can't just sit around and wait for those individuals to show up, nor should you. Now, what I'm going to do is share two, two thoughts by, that actually seem fairly, what can I say, contradictory. And the first one is by Earl Nightingale, who said, Every man is self-made, but only the successful will admit it. And the opposing, or what would seem to be the contradictory quote, is by Nat Han, who said, You have to do it by yourself, and you cannot do it alone. Now, these seem to be contradictory, and really, its uh, they're not, actually. And it says here, every man is self-made, but only the successful will admit it. What we mean by that, by self-made, means we all make ourselves. The successful are the ones who will brag about it and say, I did it, I was responsible, and, and they're right. And at the same time, those people who are not quote-unquote successful, well, they are, they're also self-made. They've created, they have made certain decisions that have led them to live a life that is either A, not so successful, or B, not very fulfilling, or both. Now we get to the Nat Hand quote. You have to do it yourself, and you cannot do it alone. And that is true. You have to be the one to get it going. You have to make the decision. You have to do it on your own. Understanding that in the process of making that decision and going out and acting on it, you will have to begin to attract those people, those assets, those resources that you're going to need. But you must do it by yourself. You must do it by yourself. Now, what are some of the things that we need to do on our own in order to attract those people, 
that we will surround ourselves with, you know, because it really is a beautiful thought. And the way to achieve it, first of all, we have to, we have to act in the here and now. And if we think about it, there are two main kinds of distress. There is the distress that emerges as a natural part of life. People get sick. People pass on. Things happen. There are accidents. And these can be sources of distress, obviously. And then there's a second category of distress. Those that emerge as part of your striving to achieve your goals, your dreams, and to live your purpose. Those are also potential causes of distress as circumstances emerge, as you start to step out and try and do something different, pursue a dream, a goal, to live a life that is more fulfilling. There are no free passes. Now, one of the things that I find very important to remind myself as I move forward with my podcast, as I continue to build an organization that will reach as many people as possible during my lifetime, you need to move forward without a complete set of facts. Ready or not, here I come. And it's that, in order to do that though, there are a number of elements that you need to use or that you need to put into play, for lack of a better word. And there are three main ones that I'm, I, was, I was thinking about today. The first one is honesty. The second one is decision. And the third one is courage. Let's start with those three. Honesty. Honesty with yourself. When you're making a decision as to what kind of life you would like to lead, and I do mean that when you're making that decision, it's very important to be completely honest with yourself. Know who you are, know what's important for you, know what you don't like, and know what you like. You need to know what is it that actually gets you excited. What is it that actually you vibrate with? That's really important. And the more that we deny that inner voice that that's really telling us exactly what we need to know about ourselves, the more we do it, the more time we're losing. The second thing is decision. You must make a decision. And by a decision, I'm not talking about expressing a whim or a fancy or something that is momentary. A decision is binding. And when you make a binding decision, you cut yourself off from all other options. Now, we should be very, very clear and very steadfast in our decisions when they have to do with living our purpose, understanding and living in a way that is fulfilling for us. We do not have to stick with strategies and tactics that are not working. Those we can change. But remain steadfast with your decision on what is important for you, on your purpose, on your values. And then the third element we have is courage. You have to have courage. What do I mean by courage? Well, courage means that you're afraid you're unsure, 
things are not necessarily going your way, but you continue to follow that path that you've chosen, that path that you've honestly chosen, even when things seem that they are just not going to happen and things are just not going your way. And then once you have those three elements, you need knowledge. You need know-how. You have to look at what you need to know. You know, there, there are so many things that we, when we start a project, when we start pursuing something we really want or try to fix something, we, we understand what we're trying to do. And the next step is to really know, well, okay, to ask yourself, what knowledge do I need? Where are my gaps? What don't I know? And, and that's really important. And where do we find knowledge? Well, we find knowledge in many places, especially today. We have books. We have the internet. We have YouTube, for example. Now we're getting into the world of ChatGPT, which is a phenomenal tool. It, uh, there was a, a famous writer, and I'm very sorry that I do not remember his name. I should, but this is kind of um, spontaneous here. Uh, this particular writer who wrote a lot of novels about AI and technology in his novels, he, he likened AI to advanced applied statistics. So you're taking all the information that we have on Earth and you're, you're, hyper, you're hyper processing it. In other words, you can process it very fast and come up with different kinds of solutions taking the information that already exists. ChatGPT. There are so many great sources of information. Teachers, coaches, university, ChatGPT, AI. There is really no excuse for not finding some kind or some element or, or piece of knowledge that you're going to need, that you need for your project. I had a little example and I was thinking about it. Um, I like playing baseball and I play uh, quite a bit of baseball now with my, my children, particularly my two boys who are 16 and 8. We live in Switzerland, but we have dis they have discovered baseball, uh, I guess partially thanks to dad. And I have, um, without without pushing too hard, I just kind of introduced them to it. And they, they really seem to like it. So we play a lot of baseball. About six months ago, I hurt my shoulder picking up something. It really I really did something. It was a stupid move to pick up a bunch of boxes in a, at an awkward angle. And I, and, and I did something to my shoulder. Something popped in it. And it was hurting for a really, really long time. And I, my initial response was to do nothing, actually. And I thought, okay, by doing nothing, I'm resting. And I tried that. It, when it, it goes against what I really believe in, which is, you know, to movement is really important. And we want to, I don't know, how could I explain it? Sitting still doesn't really lead you to any solution most of the time and so I thought to myself well this is not working it was like three months into it and I really wanted to play ball with my kids and it was really quite problematic and then something happened that actually looked like it was a bad thing and it turned out to be a good thing uh, I have some back problems and I think a lot of you out there can relate and my my back just blocked on me um, it happens like every couple of years and it just blocked and I couldn't move for like three days. I couldn't move for about three days. My my son had to put my shoes on. 
when I had to go teach and I had to go do some training sessions, it was, it was really, really painful. All I could do was focus on my students and that helped me kind of get through it because it, I was in constant pain. Couldn't get up, couldn't lie down. It was really rough for a few days. And eventually, after about five days, it started to dissipate the pain. And I said to myself, I don't want to go through this again. I want to go back to my workout routine. I want to play ball with my kids. They're both playing in a league now here in, here in Geneva. And... I wanted to really be a part of that. And I said, well, what am I going to do? So I, I didn't know what to do. I'd been to doctors before and it never really helped me too much. Nothing against doctors, but I always seemed to have a, a the recurring problem. And I didn't want to be taking any kind of painkillers or any medication. So I decided to go on the internet and I found uh, some really, really great information, actually. And it was, I, I, I discovered a Dr. Michael Rowe with the Spine Care Decompression and Spine Center in St. Joseph, Michigan. And I started watching his, his videos and looking at the, the exercises that he promotes, that he teaches, and I started to do them very simply, very simple things, very, how could I say, just, you know, let me do one, one, one set, one, one day, then next day I do two, and I started to, and I started to fortify my back, uh, and working, of course, on the abs. Anybody who works out know you have to work the core. You have your abs and your back, and I started to work through it. And now it's been, I think it's been now about two months, more or less. And whenever I feel like a tightening in my lower back, I, I do. Well, I, well, first of all, I do these exercises regularly. But I particularly focus when I start to feel a little tightening, like after I've played ball with the kids or done a training and practicing. So these have really worked for me. It's worked really well. And I'm so happy that I, I found that knowledge. And this then carried into the shoulder. I thought to myself, well, if this can work for my back, and it seems to be working, and he seems really legitimate the way he explains it, and I really liked it, and it made me, it really gave me a, a result. I said, well, let me try it for the shoulder. And I started to do um, certain exercises, certain stretching for the shoulder, for the rotator cuff, anybody who's familiar, and it's feeling better. It's not 100% yet. I'm very honest with you here. It's not 100% yet, but it's feeling better. I can, I can bat more easily. When I catch, it doesn't hurt my, it's my left shoulder, I'm a righty. Uh, when I catch the ball, it doesn't hurt the way it did before. I don't have the complete movement yet, but it's a lot better than what it was back in March, for example. So what I did was I went out and I looked for knowledge. Um, I had to find uh, something that might work for me, and it's been working. So y you need to find your way. Um, I haven't attracted anything yet. I have my, my sons as my support structure, and they support me completely in this, and they're there with me. But I had to just kind of say, okay, let me go out and find something. Let me go out and try something that'll work. And I, I found that to be extremely, extremely helpful. So if you want to surround yourself with people who will buoy you up during times of distress, 
you got to start with yourself and you got to start working on that relationship between you and you and in this case we're talking about your self-image we're talking about your self-esteem self-love and you can really start it all out by first and foremost start by being honest with yourself about what you're doing and, and, and who you are and I think the more honest you are with yourself you, you're starting to develop a more how could I say a more transparent a frank relationship with yourself and it's really important we talk a lot about relationships outside with our spouses our our partners our children our friends our colleagues the even even the guy we pass by on the street whom we don't really know very well our acquaintances but we really don't pay as much attention as we should to our relationships with ourselves how do I relate to myself? How do I see myself? How do I communicate with myself? And if we start to focus on that, we start to find that we can be pretty good companions. We can be pretty resourceful friends and companions. It doesn't mean we don't need people outside, but you got to start somewhere. And you got to start, if you're going to start somewhere and you're starting from zero or from scratch or you're at not at the best position, and even if you are, go back and work on the relationship with yourself between you and you. You want to find somebody to buoy you up during times of distress, start with yourself. I wish you all a really great day wherever you are around the world, whichever time zone you find yourself circulating in and blessing with your presence. And I look forward to our next episode tomorrow. You all have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.